0: The Lord be with you. How are you today? How's life treating you? Could you use some power? Power for getting through the day? Power for dealing with the pressures you're under? Power for being a follower of Jesus? Well, I don't have any power for you, but I'll go in better. I will show you the power that you already have, uh, a power that you might never have realized. We find this power in a prayer of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, beginning at verse 17. I'm not just going to read this. I'm going to pray this for you and for me. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and to know what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. Now, there's a lot here, and we're not going to look at it all, but I do want to look at Paul praying that we might know the incredible power of God that is in us. Paul does not pray that God give us power. That's not necessary. Rather, Paul prays that God might help us to realize the power that we have. Here's how Paul says it. He prays that the eyes of our hearts be enlightened. Our hearts need to grasp what our heads know for us to really understand the power of God in us. And Paul prays that we might know that power. The Greek word translated to know is epinosis. It's not just Knowing, but it is full, complete, experiential knowing. It's not just head knowledge. It's not just book knowledge, but it is knowledge that we have come to know in experience. So Paul prays for us, epinosis, to know what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. Now, how would you describe the power that is in you and me? Well, when they invented the automobile engine, they needed a way of describing the power of that engine. How would they describe it? Well, they described it in terms of horsepower that this engine is equivalent to, say, 50 horses pulling. So the measure of the power was horsepower. The measure of the power at work in you as a believer is resurrection power. Listen to what Paul says in verse 20. God put this power to work. What power? The power at work in you. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And God put all things under Christ's feet and made him the head over all things for the church. Not for himself, but for the church, Christ uses his power for us. So that's resurrection power. That is the measure of the power of God at work in you. It is the power that raised Jesus from the dead, that raised a lifeless dead Jesus and enthroned him at the right hand of God above all powers. That is immeasurably great power that is in you. And the only way that you and I can know that power in our day-to-day experiences for is for God to open our eyes. And that's what we're praying for. I remember when I was a boy, my, my father explaining to me that the electrical outlet in the wall, I mean where we plugged the toaster, the TV, my my dad explained that the outlet had no electrical power in it until you plug into it, and then the power is there. And and this prayer that Paul is praying, it, it is a prayer that you and I come to know that we can plug into the immeasurably great power of God that is in us. And I think our problem is often that we want to feel powerful. We want to feel strong. You know, when Jesus was dying on the cross, he did not feel strong. He did not feel powerful. But he handed his life over to the Father. Might might we say that Jesus plugged into God and God raised him and seated him far above every power. Something that I've learned is that God's power works best when when I feel weak. That's exactly what the Apostle Paul is getting at in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 10, where he says, whenever I am weak, then I am strong. As Paul has learned in the experience of life that in the problems and pressures that he faces, that he can can plug into God and he can know that the power will be there. Lord, you are so awesome, so loving. I pray for myself and, and for all who are listening that you would open wide the eyes of our hearts that we might know in our life experience your great power in us. Help us to know that it's okay if if we feel weak, because when we are weak, then we are strong as we plug into you. Amen. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler in the Pilgrim Way. Thanks for listening. Until next time.